0: Hi, welcome to episode number ninety-seven of the Mister MMA Action Podcast. My name is Thomas, and today is Thursday, the sixth of April, two thousand and sixteen. In regards to this podcast, you can download all previous ninety-six episodes, including many fight companions, on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, also on Stitcher. You can also check us out on Twitter at Mister Underscore MMA Action, and also on Instagram at the Mister MMA Action Podcast. Today, we're not doing any interviews, but we are doing a special preview of Bellator 196, which is taking place this weekend. I'll also be recording another episode today, which is our UFC 223 preview, running down all the big mayhem that's happened in the last uh, last week with, uh, you know, main event changes and also what everybody's talking about right now with, uh, you know, Conor McGregor, but I'm not getting into that in this episode We are focusing just on Bellator 196. Now, this is again the collaboration between Bellator Mixed Martial Arts and also Bellator Kickboxing. The shame here is I really love Bellator. I've been a fan from the very, very beginning. And the thing that sucks being here in Australia, we actually don't get access to the Bellator shows. So I really just try and catch up on as much uh, video highlight footage as I can. But this, again, is going to be a great night of mixed martial arts competition. So as I said, this is a co-branded event between Bellator Kickboxing and Bellator MMA. This actual episode of this podcast is just focusing on the MMA component of that night. The main event is a fantastic matchup between two former UFC veterans and one being a former UFC lightweight champion. This is uh, Benson Henderson taking on Roger Wetter. Two fantastic fighters that have had a chance to go back and watch lots of their fights on UFC Fight Pass. You know, Benson Henderson has been on a bit of a slump um, in his Bellator run, and we'll break that all down. So let's do as we do each and every episode. Let's break down every single mixed martial arts fight taking place on this actual night. The first fight is actually a, a match actually in the 185-pound middleweight division. So uh, Norbert Nervy actually only coming in with a pretty small record of 2-0 taken on Merhat Yelbyov who's coming in with a record of two and three. This is the great thing I like about Bellator as well. Whenever they take their events either, you know, countrywide or international-based, it's always bringing in local talent. So you're not going to get guys coming in with, you know, 20, 30-plus fights. You're getting guys actually coming in with a very small record, maybe 1-0, and 2-0, etc. So in this first, so, so Nobet who I said, yeah, coming in with a two-and-one professional record. Yeah, he's actually, I'm just looking at the, where's he actually based from? So his country is actually fighting out of London, England. So again, his last fight was actually at the UC MMA number 54 show only about a month and a half ago. So he actually fought there on the no, actually no, yeah, the 10th of February only a month ago. Actually defeated Ben Earls by a 27-second 20 second submission and then his actual first mixed martial arts fight was a win against Jasma and based in a regional promotion in Hungary, and that took place in the 19th of May 2007. So he had quite, actually, a bit of a gap there between his first pro fight and his second pro fight, and again, when he was actually an amateur, he went 3-0. So he's actually had five fights in total, two pros and three amateur. His opponent, actually, as I said before, coming the, coming into this match is the Turkish-born fighter Yamat, So he's coming in with a record of two and three. So again, had five professional mixed martial arts fights. The last time we actually saw him compete was for a German promotion known as We Love MMA. And for those of you who haven't checked out that promotion, I think they are on FITE.tv. So there's actually an app that you can download, I think, on your Androids. I actually have it on my iPad iphone etc so you can get it from the apple iStore. store it's f-i-t-e um, you get access to professional wrestling mixed martial arts um, amateur wrestling kickboxing boxing and it's all free as well unless you want to pay for some of the big shows but a lot of the the regional based stuff is all free and i think from memory that we love mma actually is on there but i think it's a paid gig i don't think it's that much probably about 10 10 to 15 bucks but they're also on there as well so his last fight was actually fighting for that promotion. Actually, all of his fights um, in his pro career, except one have actually taken place there. Uh, his last fight was an actual loss to Thirdus Sertes. That was a split decision. It was only a two-rounder. Uh, prior to that, was also coming up a loss to Merigam Arbukorioff. That was also at the Gym formation. We love MMA at number 16. So again, a very active fighter. Um, but again, you know, very still very young in his career, two and three. So this should be a great fight to kick things off here for Balotor 196. Interesting fight here, fought at a catchment weight of 175 pounds, something you don't see a lot is catchment weight fights, and I know that Bellator seems to do that quite a bit with guys either fighting at 160, uh, 165, 175, and it's good because, you, you know, having guests on the show for the last number of months, you do hear the difficulties with weight cutting for someone who is naturally bigger fighting someone who's naturally smaller being able to meet somewhere in the middle is really good instead of depleting themselves so much to actually make weight and then by the time the, the fight's ready to go they're exhausted, they haven't hydrated properly and they really don't go out there and put on the best performance that they should so Ed Ruth, a very good fighter coming in with a pro record of 4-0 so currently undefeated in the Bellator cage taking out an actual veteran record here in Ion Pascoe coming in with a record of 17-7 and so over 20 20- uh, that's Over twenty five professional mixed martial arts fights. So again, it's a this is true veteran. You know, new blood versus old blood. Uh, let's see how it goes. So Ed Ruth, as I said, coming in with a professional record of four and oh, He's an American American born mixed martial artist. The last time we actually saw him compete in the Bellator cage was Bellator One Eight Six Beta versus Vazelle. Uh That took place back in November of last year, picking up a TKO in round two against Chris Dempsey, so a great knockout there. And then Prada that was also coming off a win over David Mandrell at Bellator 178 Strauss versus Pitbull 4. That was back in April of last year. He won that fight uh, by knockout also in the second round. So you look at this, 4-0, all wins by knockout and all wins in the Bellator cage. Only been fighting pro uh, since 2016, so a very talented fighter, definitely on the rise. And it seems like most of his fights are being fought between a catchweight of 175 and 185. So it's like he's a not a welterweight, but he's kind of like fighting in between what would be almost a super welterweight and a middleweight. So it's a very interesting thing. But I think, again, when they start talking about championship opportunities for someone who is on a rise, you kind of need to be set in one weight class so you can actually become that champion. And you know, there's always already been talks about, you know, looking at the UFC about another division, but, you know, I don't think you need that many divisions. I think you know, promotions like King of the Cage do lots of shows, and I think because they've got lots of shows, they've got lots of champions, they need ways to actually showcase them, um, but I think, you know, catchweight divisions, it's a bit hard doing that, I think you don't want it to become too too much like boxing, where there's like weight classes within weight classes, and it could almost be too much. So his actual opponent, Ion Pascoe, as I said, coming in with a record of 17-7, and seven. The last time we actually saw him compete was at Bama. So if you don't know what BAM is, it's a fantastic promotion that does lots of international shows based in the United Kingdom, uh, but they do lots of shows all across you know, Europe. Uh, they've done shows in Ireland. Um, I think Israel, they've done a few there. And you can also get them also on the FITE um, app as well. So they've also got a show that they did a couple of weeks ago that you get access to. I think their shows are about $20 Australian if you did want to buy them, and you can also watch them on live stream as they take place. So he actually Ion on Fort there at Bama, number 32, which was November of last year, picking up a three-round split decision over Jamar Jose Santana, and then previously before that, thought over at uh, Bama number 30, which was back in August of last year, and that was picking up a win over Henry Fagel. That was by knockout in four minutes of the opening round. So again, making his Bellator debut, but has a very good veteran record there, as I said, with close to 25 professional fights. Our next fight is in the 145-pound division as Brian Moore coming in with a record of 10 and 6, so 16 pro fights, taking on Giorgio Bastis, uh, Balstanti with a record of 7, 6, and 1. So let's kick it off with the Irishman Brian Moore. Um, his last mixed martial arts fight was an actual loss to AJ McKee Jr. That was at Bellator 183 back in November of last year. He lost that fight via a choke. 42 seconds in round number 3 and his last win was at Bellator 177 uh, Dantas versus Hugo that was also back in April of last year that was a TKO finish in round number 2 against Michelle Hoski and then again previously before his first Bellator fight was a loss to Daniel Welsh and that was at Bellator 169, King Mo versus Ishii, and that was in December of 2016. So, currently, uh, one and two in his Bellator run uh, would definitely like to kick off his 2018 campaign with a win. So, that should be a great fight there between two developing artists at 145. So, Giorgio Bastanti coming in with a record of 7, 6, and 1. So, 14 professional fights. The last time we saw him in the cage was Bellator 176, Carvalho versus Manhoff 2. That was in April of 2016. Uh, 17, he picked up a three round decision over Vanto de Almeida and then previously before that uh, was a win over young Shao, and that was also taking place in December of 2016. So, only had one fight in 2017, so again, another star on the rise. You know, has had a pretty, uh, looking at that mixed record, which says he has lots of experience competing against different fighters at different levels of skill. Um, so again, he's fought all across Italy, looking at his record here. Uh, he also fought for Shuto, Shuto Kings over in Germany, and also back to the uh, regional promotions in Italy, and also had a couple of fights for the m one challenge, which is a really good based uh, German promotion, oh, I've German promotion, Russian promotion, based over there in Europe our next fight is in the 125 pound division, so this is again the rise for the women's 125 pound flyweights, we've got Denise koholtz coming in with a record of 1 and 1 taking on uh, Petri Kostanova with a record of 3 and 2 so this fight taking place, as I said this is the third fight just before the co-main event, uh, so yeah so coming in, Denise with a record, as I said, of 1 and 2 Uh, Looking back at her record, she has done a bit of kickboxing going in with her professional mixed martial arts career. Her last fight was a win against Jessica Middleton at Bellator 188. That was back in November of 2017. She won that fight at 116 of the opening frame. Had a kickboxing fight at Bellator 157, which was the dynamite show where they teamed up with um, Glory to do a fantastic night of kickboxing action. And she's also fought a match against Julian D'Souza. And that was over in the regional promotions when she started off her career. So, again, great thing about Bellator, they're really getting these young these young mixed martial artists in their career, a great opportunity to showcase on the big show, and those, again, could be our future champions going forward. Uh, her opponent, uh, Patrice Castanova, with a pre- record of 3-2, and two, so five uh, five professional mixed martial arts fights. The last time we saw her compete was for the German promotion at GMC, number 13, that was back in December of 2017, picking up a win over uh, Mandy Bohm and then previously before that was her last win, was a win over Talia Kilamaki. That was a three-round decision at the FNW2 XFN Fight Night number four, and that was September of 2017. So she actually had three fights in 2017, and her pro debut was in November of 2015. So it's a great record so far, three and two. She's had some pretty tough fights. Both those losses have been won by decision, won by knockout, and all of her wins have come away by decision. So that should be a great fight there. Now moving on to our co-main event. Two stars in the making, definitely here for Bellator. We've got Adam Brokus with an undefeated record of 10-0, taken on Tidor Nikolayov with a record of 11-1. So let's break down Adam's record. As I said, 10 straight wins and a great fighter on the rise. The last time I saw him compete was actually his Bellator debut at Bellator 177, Dantes versus Hugo, which was in April of last year. He picked up a first-round submission choke at 412 with the first round against Anthony Taylor. And then previously before that, went on that nine-fight win streak, winning the likes against Manuel Balik at Final Fight Night Championships 23. That was in March of 2016. Um, Makalai Belovic at Final Fight Championship 20, Zarbek. That was back in uh, October 2015. So this guy's fought all across Europe for some great uh, grumbling mixed martial arts companies. Now moving on to the big show here in Bellator. So again, fighting back in the Bellator cage, looking to go 2-0. And his opponent Tidor Nolikayev with a record of 11 and 1, another developing fighter here at 145 pounds. The last time we saw him compete uh, was actually for the IS Pro MMA Macedonia card, that was back in December of 2016. He also did some, um, uh, looking back here, I don't think he's done any kickboxing. No, he hasn't done kickboxing. But so again, his actual record has bought kind of between bantamweight and also 145 pounds. But again, interesting note: after you know having more fights in his opponent, he's actually making his Bellator debut tonight. So it's again a big opportunity for him to move from fighting for these regional-based companies in Bulgaria and across Europe to then transition now to the big show for Bellator, so that should be a fantastic fight, and that brings us to our co-main event as two UFC veterans face off as Roger Huerta, coming in with a record of 24-9-1, takes on Benson Henderson at 24-8, so let's kick it off with Roger Huerta, if you haven't seen this guy, this guy was a really big star in the early 2000s of the UFC, had some fantastic wars with fighters such as likes as Clay Guida, um, and this guy really was a, a growing star at 155 pounds, this was even before the UFC had the featherweight division, this guy was was a great star at 155 pounds. And he was one of those guys that I thought could have gone all the way to a possible world championship match. So let's break down. So he actually left the UFC. I'm just going back through his record here. The last time we actually saw him compete in the UFC was 2009. So that was a win, an actual loss to Gray Maynard, the former lightweight title challenger. That was at UFC Fight Night 19. So you think that all the fight nights are up to now, you know, 120-plus, and now this was at fight night number 19. This was Diaz and Gillard in the main event, and he lost that fight via a split decision. That was in 2009. Um, he actually debuted in the early stages of Bellator, finding it Bellator 13, Bellator 17, and Bellator 33. All of those fat, uh, all those matches actually being one win and two losses in the Bellator cage, went over and fought for one championship known then as one FC. Fought there on their very or their fourth show, Destiny of Warriors, losing to Zarebuk Murdyov Jr. That was a fight by losing. That was a that was a soccer kick from hell. And if you haven't seen that. Go back and actually see that match there between Zoropel and uh, Huerta and see the rule changes when foot stomps and you know soccer kicks were allowed. And that was a brutal kick that happened there to Weta. Uh, he also had a couple of fights for one championship before making the transition over to Phoenix FC. That was last year where he defeated um, Hamhadin Hassan. That was a DQ finish very early in the second round. I think it was 55 seconds into that match. And his last win prior to his last match was a win against Adrian Pang, the Aussie boy. That was at one championship defending honour in December, oh, no, November of 2016. He won that fight via a very close split decision and now returning to the Bellator cage the first time in some time. So it Actually, looking back. This is his first time back in Bellator in 8 years and one an opponent will be in Benson Henderson. If you haven't seen this guy, this guy was a star in the early days or the, the really towards the end of WEC. He was their last uh, was going to be their last champion before he dropped the title to Anthony Petters just before his UFC debut. He went on to become the UFC lightweight champion, had some fantastic fights there back when the UFC was just starting on Fox. Um, He had a bit of a slump when he did lose. He ended up going up to 170 pounds and was okay there. Um, Made his transition over to the U, or to Bellator at Bellator 153, challenging for the 170-pound championship against Andrei Koreshkov. That was back in April of 2016. He lost that fight via a five-round decision. Rebounded going back to lightweight with a win over Precii Pitbull. That was at Bellator 160 back in August 2016. He then went on to challenge Michael Chandler for the 155-pound title at Bellator 165, losing that match via a very close split decision back in November of 2016. And then dropped another match to the brother of Parishri football, Pariki Ferreira. He lost that fight via a three-round decision at Bellator 1-8-3 back in September of 2017. And now he's back in his first fight in about six and a half months, taking on Roger Huerta. And again, the pressure's on him coming off two straight losses in his Bellator run. He's currently 1-3 and three in Bellator. But it should be a fantastic night of fights. So my picks now, going back to the very first fight, I'm going to pick... Uh, Nobit to win this fight and go three and zero. I'm going to go Ed Ruth to win this fight and go five and zero. Brian Moore, I'm going to pick to go eleven and six. Denise, I'm going to pick to go two and one. I'm going to take Tidor Nokolov to go twelve and one. And after this fight here, it is a three rounder so it's not a five round contest. So you've only got fifteen minutes. I'm going to go with Benson Henderson to pick up the win. I'm going to say three round decision and improve to twenty five and eight. So there you go, guys. And also a side note too a former guest of this show John Wayne Parr is also competing on the Bellator kickboxing component of this card looking for his 100th win so get out there and support our Aussie boy John Wayne Parr as he as he goes to try and break a personal record and I'll be definitely uh, retweeting and promoting what he's doing so all the best there for John Wayne Parr a former guest of this actual podcast so guys there you go the preview for Bellator 196 going down uh, tomorrow afternoon it actually so I actually didn't say where it's taking place Back in Budapest, Hungary. So I don't know the time difference there for the UK or the US or the Australian audience. I will see a way that I could possibly check this out. It may have to be after it's all said and done and go back and watch some highlights, but it should be a great night of fights. In regards to this podcast, you can download all previous episodes, as I said at the beginning, on Apple iTunes, also on SoundCloud and on Stitcher. You can also check us out at Mr. Underscore MMA Action on Twitter. And the uh, on Instagram at the Mister MMA Action Podcast. Shout out to the hashtag Team MMA for Life. Get out there and support some fantastic initiatives using the hashtag Team MMA for Life. Also, some fantastic mixed martial arts podcasts that I tune into every single time I can. I'm talking about the Throw and Elbows podcast. I'm talking about Loaded Joe's MMA Action podcast. Loaded Joe's podcast, and also to the Pure Evil MMA podcast, Split Decision MMA, Blue Grass MMA. David Dave Madden on Twitter. So guys. As I say each and every episode, enjoy life and enjoy the fights.